Christ Community Church and C3 Media presents the Deeper Dive Podcast. Pastor Dina and Pastor Mitch are about to take you on a deeper dive into the Bible. So here is your host, Pastor Dina Harder. Well, hey there, and welcome back to our Deeper Dive Podcast. You are here with Myself, Pastor Dina, and... The Deeper Dive, hey. Pastor Mitch. We're going deep. Well, I'm so excited. It's going to be a great... We're going to have a great uh, podcast. We have some good stuff to share with you that uh, you're going to be glad you listened in. Yeah, and I just want to encourage you now, if this is the first time you are joining us, you're going to want to go back and listen to episode 26 before you listen to this episode because uh, you might be confused. We're kind of jumping into part two of what we were talking about last time, which is deeper dive into the verbal gifts. We're talking about the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12. And we have gone through the revelatory gifts, the power gifts. And then last episode, we started in on the verbal gifts. I thought we would get a little further than we did, but we were exercising our own verbal. We were too verbal. We were too we were. verbal for the gift. We were. The I'll, gift I'll kept put on that, giving. It did. It just kept on and on. And I won't just put that on you. I'll say that for both of us. So we kind of figured it would be better to have a part two to that. And then uh, we'll come back next time and talk about the prophetic gift. So this time we are talking about uh, the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues. Yeah, and it's so critical for a believer because there's so many benefits that happen to you when you actually begin to exercise your God-given gift as an individual believer of speaking in tongues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God gave you that gift, Mm -hmm. and every gift he gives to us, according to James, it's perfect, it's complete, it lacks nothing. Mm -hmm. So why does God want you to speak in tongues? Why? Pastor Mitch. You. <laughs> God wants you to speak in tongues because I've got I found out five different things that happen in First Corinthians fourteen about speaking in tongues. Okay. As an individual. So we're gonna read that, but I just want to also reiterate because I don't think we've said this recently on our podcast, but as we're talking about spiritual gifts, and if this is new to you and you say I don't know it or I don't understand it um, and I haven't walked in that you are not a second-class Christian okay I just want you to hear that Um, if you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you are saved spiritual gifts doesn't make you any more saved doesn't add to your salvation Jesus is our salvation and we don't add to that or take away from that. Gifts are simply what they're called. They're gifts. They're gifts that God wants us to have. He desires to give to us so that we can walk through this life here on earth with more power, more authority, the things that he wants us to have so that we can, yeah, we can walk in victory. There's that word, victory. We can walk in that in our life here on earth because we don't need the gifts when we get to heaven because we're there with God and Jesus. Um, But we need them now and not only for ourselves, but for others. And so the gifts, as it says in 1 Corinthians 12, are for the common good. Amen. And the Holy Spirit gives them to those whom he individually chooses. 
Yes. So there's what you're a recipient of God's grace, which is the whole root word of the word mm-hmm. gift, char- charisma. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a grace of God that comes upon your life and God empowers you to meet the needs of other people supernaturally. Yes. So we're going to start this deeper dive going to 1 Corinthians 14. And we're going to talk about those five things that you have on your list of that comes when you speak in tongues. And so I'm going to go ahead and just start with reading 1 Corinthians 14, 1 through 5. So I encourage you, get your Bible out, read along, mark it. It's okay to write in your Bible. That's how we dive deeper and really see what God says. So I know your first three on your list come from this section of scriptures. So it says, follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts. So I'm going to just pause on that again and say, we are to eagerly desire spiritual gifts. That's what the Apostle Paul is telling us. So again, they are good. They're good, and God wants us to have these gifts and operate in these gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. So that's one of the verbal gifts. It says, for anyone who speaks in tongue does not speak to men but to God. Indeed, no one understands him. He utters mysteries with his spirit. But everyone who speaks in tongues, who, well, everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues there you go that's the apostle paul so he desires we would all speak in tongues but i would rather have you prophesy he who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues unless he interprets so that the church may be edified so one of the things that happens as a believer when you get baptized in the holy spirit is that god gives you a desire to want to help other people And one of the greatest gifts you can have is when you begin to experience the Holy Spirit in your life, his presence, Uh, speaking in tongues is an outflow of that presence, of his, of a sensitivity to his aware, an awareness you have of God's presence with you. So for me, a lot of times when you begin to pray in the spirit, it's not so much trying to give a prophecy as in go, you know, stand up from a group of people and share, speak. It's more like there are things I need from God. You know, we mm-hmm. go through our day and we've got issues, got pressures, and sometimes praying in the Spirit can help relieve those stresses. So the Apostle Paul list in 1 Corinthians 14, he kind of dig through the different verses. He digs, he digs down and just tells you what happens when you begin to pray in tongues. And I'm not talking about, I make a distinction between giving a prophetic word in church, but he uses as a comparison. He's going through this in 1 Corinthians 14. So if you look at verse 2, he says that when you begin to pray in the Spirit, listen to this, you're speaking directly to God. Mm-hmm. You speak directly to God. Your spirit created the image of God. When you begin to pray in tongues, is speaking directly to God. You're in the very throne room of God, in the very presence of God. You're speaking God's language. And if you think about it, it's a language you never cursed in, thought bad thoughts in. You don't have all these uh, issues of anger and unforgiveness and resentment. It's a pure language. The only thing you know how to do is pray in the spirit, is bless God and bless other people. So it's an incredible moment. Yeah, and so that's one of the points I, I'm glad that you went to first because I wanted to kind of bring that up from 
from our last session, we were talking about diversity of tongues. And so in the examples that we gave with the interpretation of tongues uh, dealt with somebody would have a word in tongues, speak out in tongues, and then there would be an interpretation. And in those cases of those examples, it was always being another language, another known language but just not known to that person so whether it was speaking in russian or speaking in english or we gave an example of welsh and uh, spanish an old type of yeah. spanish yeah. so that's one way it's why it's called diversity of tongues because sometimes it could be another known language here on the earth just maybe not known to you another way that it can be is that mystery to god which is that's what it refers to here in verse two that we can totally be speaking in tongues and it is a heavenly language it's something that's only between us and god it's not known on planet earth well that's good so okay. well it could also be according to verse chapter 13 verse one it could be the tongues of angels yeah isn't that cool? Isn't that Which amazing? Is, yeah. Amazing thoughts. Don't ask me what it sounds like. I don't know. <laughs> All I can do is just tell you that there's diversities of tongues. So it could be the tongues of men, tongues of angels. Yeah. It could be as Pastor Dina's sharing. Just It could just be your own personal mm -hmm. heavenly gift from the Father to you to encourage you. I mean, yeah. there's so, so the mysteries we're talking about a lot of times has to do with things you're praying for. Sometimes your your mind is so weighed down with your own issues but you need to pray in the spirit. Sometimes God uses your prayer to speak to and meet the needs of others. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. talked about that. You talked about that one time you were praying in the spirit and you got a word for a, a classmate that was suicidal and yeah. God used you to, to break the, uh, break the demonic mm -hmm. lies that were in his life. And well, and another time, cause I just say, this is an example where I completely didn't know the person, but I remember praying and it was one of our, when we used to have Friday night prayers that could go for hours. And I was just on the floor before God, just praying in the spirit. And all of a sudden I just, I knew, I felt in my spirit that I was interceding for a missionary in another country. And I could just see this person. Um, it was kind of like just in a hut by themselves, just saying, God, does anybody see me? Do you see me? Just feeling exhausted, which, you know, if you've ever been on the mission field, which I have for short term mission trips, not long term. And it is, you know, you're just pouring out the whole time you're there. And so I saw this missionary by himself and he was crying out to God. And so I was interceding for him. I have no idea who it was may never meet the person until I'm in heaven, but God used me in that moment to intercede for that missionary, for his strengthening. So the first thing is you speak directly to God. Second thing is you're speaking mysteries as you just shared. That's a wonderful mm -hmm. story, by the way. The third thing that happens is it says in verse four, is you begin to edify yourself. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Well, it's like, you know, when Popeye would eat a spinach, he became <laughs> strong. When, when Superman, <laughs> when Superman uh, went into the, into the phone booth and came out with his uniform, he was, you know. He, People probably Clark don't Clint. even know what phone booths are now. Yeah, no, saying, well, it used to be this thing called phone booths. But I date myself. But the point is, is that when you begin to pray in the spirit, mm -hmm. your inner man, the spirit that's one with the Lord, the part of you that's the invisible and uh, hidden you, when you begin to pray in the spirit, it says you edify, you build up. You, uh, according to Jude 20, you build up your faith praying in the spirit. You, yeah. uh, according to here in 1 Corinthians 14, 4, 
is that it says you edify yourself. You yeah. are putting muscle on. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a guy in our church that's a uh, power lifter, and he's at it on bulk. I mean, he went from a skinny <laughs> dude to this massive hulk. It's like, that's another one, the green hulk. You know, you just become, <laughs> you know, just become this, you know. And so in the spirit, when you begin to pray in tongues, there you, go. you edify yourself. You become a hulkster. You get, get some mm-hmm. muscle mass. You begin to build up that faith. And uh, God just does amazing things. So that's the third thing that happens. The fourth thing that well, happens. Before you do. Oh no, we're going no, quick. We gotta I get done. Read it. No, we gotta get done. We gotta get done. I've been under, I've been put on the clock. I've been told I talk too long. That's impossible to put you on a clock. That's that's what I mean. So the second two things come from, and we're gonna read this. So First Corinthians fourteen verses 13 through 17. So we're going to read this passage and then you're going to pull the other two things out of that. So it says, for this reason, anyone who speaks in tongues should pray pray that he may interpret what he says. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my mind. I will sing with my spirit, but I can also sing with my mind. So yes, we can sing in tongues. We can sing in the spirit. If you are praising God with your spirit, how can one who finds himself among those who do not understand say amen to your thanksgiving, since he does not know what you are saying? You may be giving thanks well enough, but the other man is not edified. Those are great verses. Thank you for reading those. But there's so many good things in here. But it tells us very clearly that when you begin to pray in the Spirit, your spirit is praying. It says mm-hmm. it in verse 14. Mm-hmm. Your spirit prays. So what are the th- what are the three things we covered so far? It says, number one, that you speak directly to God. Number two, you speak mysteries. Number three is you edify yourself. Number four is that your spirit is praying. Mm-hmm. And he ties it right into the next verse when he says, you're giving thanks well, which is the yes. fifth thing. You give thanks well when you begin to mm-hmm. pray in the spirit. I like that. Yeah. Because it just goes back, yeah. and I've thought of that numerous times, you know, when we think about that heavenly language, that it's a language I've never cursed God in. I've never re- cursed myself or another person in. It is a pure language when I'm praying in the spirit and it's that heavenly language and so when I'm praising him in that it's like I am yeah I am giving thanks well I am praising God and edifying and just thanking God for who he is and it just um, I think that means more to me than even just being able I love being able to intercede for others and all the other things that comes with it but knowing that I am praising God with a pure heavenly language, just that makes my heart happy. <laughs> that's good. I think that's why the Apostle Paul wrote in verse 5, 1 Corinthians 14, 5, I wish you all spoke in tongues because you're giving thanks well mm-hmm. when you begin to pray in the Spirit. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So next time we're going to dive uh, more into 1 Corinthians 14 um, because as you have often shared with me that is really the text that you see more so than any other place in the Bible with how a church service uh, should be run you know to give some order to that yeah you don't when you read the Bible how do you run a New Testament church 
I mean, there's lots of stuff that goes on about doctrine. There's a lot of mm-hmm. content about who God is. There's yeah. a lot of things about how to treat one another. But when you actually get into, okay, what kind of songs do you sing? How long do you go? How long do you preach? What do you preach? How long what do are your you topics? Preach? I just <laughs> preach. I got the eternal message. So I got the eternal word. It goes, it goes. Energizer Bunny. But the point of it is, is that as you are studying the scriptures, and I mean, people are earnestly trying to say, we're a New Testament church. I can assure you that God is so big and so vast. There are so many expressions Mm-hmm. of him throughout the world as you and i've traveled the world we've seen lots of things there's just so many different customs cultures where god just incorporates it right into the church service and in like we've gone to africa mm-hmm. there have been a word of faith churches down there and it's just dynamic it's energetic it's just it's african but yet it's it's believers i've been to yeah. india the Indian believers have a different way of worship than the African believers, but it's so beautiful. Just the presence of God would come and mm-hmm. fill us. And, uh, you know, I've been in many different places in South America. You've been where they've have a whole different form of expressing worship mm-hmm. and praise to God. Yeah. So we will look at that um, really dealing with, as you know, because we're in the middle of talking about spiritual gifts. So how do you use those in a New Testament church. And so that would be us because we're living in the New Testament. So, and finally, we will be diving more into prophecy. Not sure if that will be just one episode or it could be two or three. There's so much about it. And I can't um, tell you enough how excited I am to be able to share just some testimonies with that. There's one I just heard. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but touched my heart to the very core um, how God used that gift of prophecy to minister to some girls who were in really what you would say a safe house um, that had been rescued out of trafficking and God used this woman who is a powerful minister she moves in the prophetic gifting and she goes to these homes uh, on a fairly regular basis just to minister to these girls and God gave her a prophetic word to share with a girl that just um, not only brought this girl to tears <laughs> but me also so there are just some incredible testimonies uh, with prophecy and how God uses it not just uh, with the spoken language but through art and other creative ways so there's a lot with that but I think um, I don't know if you have something else to share about tongues, interpretation of tongues. I'll give you a second before no, I... No, we put- just want to encourage you. If you have questions or for something specific or confusing, which is understandable, <laughs> we uh, we just want to take away the fear factor. God's yeah. a father. He's got a good gift for you. It's mm-hmm. not a scary thing. It's a It's mm-hmm. a benefit to you. It's a help as you're walking in your relationship with Jesus. Yeah, and as you're trying to reach out to people, whether it's here or you know especially if you go you don't even have to go overseas to meet people that speak different languages but we were hearing testimonies uh just before this of people that were trying to minister to people that did not understand english and so they would just say letting that gift of faith rise up within them and they would start speaking in tongues to that person and God would make it 
allow it to be that that tongue of that language that that person spoke. It happened with a Russian gentleman that this person sat down beside on a subway, I think it was. So you never know when you're going to encounter people. And this person um, that God was using just saw that this man was, was really sad, was upset, was sitting by himself, tried to talk to him in English. The gentleman shook his head, he didn't understand anything. And so this woman stepped out if that gift of faith and said okay god you're going to use me started speaking in tongues to that person and they actually carried on a conversation in russian that just ministered to that man i mean how good is that in our god so there's so many things we we always tend to put god in a box and say okay well it looks like this or god will use it like that and i just want to we want to encourage you God is the giver of good gifts. He wants to work through your life in ways that you can't even imagine. But if you just open yourself to him and say, God, I want these good gifts, that he's going to pour it out on you so that you can minister and make a difference in the people you encounter as you go through your life. So with that, We're going to close out this episode. Just want to say again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us. Please like this, share it. Our intention is to be able to share the word of God through the message of the gospel of Jesus, diving deeper into his word. And we want to encourage others. We want to encourage you in supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit. But more than anything, We just want to remind you, God loves you. And if you don't know this Jesus that we're talking about, we want to encourage you to encounter him. And you can simply do that by asking him to reveal himself to you because he will. That's the desire of his heart is that you would encounter him and know the love of God and the purposes of God that he has for your life. So with that, We will be back again next time diving into the prophetic gift. And until then, God bless. Thank you for joining us. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And if you liked what you heard today, please consider donating. You can support C3 by clicking the giving button on our homepage at cccsc.org or by texting CCCSC to 833-257-5698. Thanks again, and have an awesome day. And remember, God has a great plan for your life.